we would like to welcome all of you welcome welcome everyone again to our sisters halaka sisters halaka is islamic education for muslim muslim women and muslim sisters and also uh, those who are interested in the learning basic of islam and we do a bi-weekly education on zoom and today we have an important topic a series of our 99 name of allah and also series of uh, Rabbana Dua review series. And this is with uh, my beloved sisters, um, Sister Zara Abdallah and Sister Zulifa Tuti. Without further ado, we would like to start with the Sister Zara with Nanina name of Allah. Sister Zara, welcome. And assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you and other sisters from Asha. Thank you for your time. As we have been continuing on, once a month for the past few months, alhamdulillah, with our 99 names of Allah, Asma wa Husna, inshallah, we will move forward with the next three. Inshallah, in this 99, in this series of the 99 names of Allah, I will present you with three names at a time and will provide you with a brief definition of the meanings of Allah's beautiful names, along with textual evidence from the Quran or the Prophet Sunnah. Further, furthermore, the purpose of this presentation is for us to invoke, supplicate to Allah by calling on him with his beautiful names. Remember, sisters, it's important to make these du'as. And while we make these du'as, we call on the names, the mighty, we call on the 90 names of Allah, inshallah. We give credit to King Fahd National Library and Catalog and Publications and Islam.org for the credentials and the highlights. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward them all abundantly and increase them in beneficial knowledge, ameen. And we also reward our Asha team's efforts to research, learn, and share what they have learned. May Allah reward you for taking time out to learn and grant us all genital for dose, ameen. Asma al-Husna, Abu Huraira radiallahu anha reported God's messenger is saying, God most high has 99 names. He who retains them in his memory will enter paradise. As a, as a quick review, remember we have done Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Al-Malik, Al-Qudus, As-Salam, Al-Mu'min, Al-Muhaymin, Al-Aziz, Al-Jabbar, Al-Mutakabir, Al-Khalik, Al-Bari, Al-Musawir. And we always start first with Allah. The word Allah, the proper name of God, indicates that Allah is the true God who alone deserves to be worshipped, whom all creatures worship out of love, praise his greatness, revere him, and turn to him in times of need and adversity. In fact, this name compromises all the meanings of his beautiful names. It occurs 27, 24 times. The evidence Surely I am Allah, there is no God but I. Therefore worship me and keep a prayer for my remembrance. Surah Taha 2014. When we supplicate using duas, using Allah's 99 names, an example of that, Allah, oh Allah, guide us to firm belief in you and aid us in acting upon this belief by doing deeds that will lead to your pleasure. Oh Allah, make us of those who remember you often and make us turn to you at all times. We start off by letting him know that we know he is the one and only God, Allah. We know that you are the one and only God and you have no partners. Oh, Allah, bless us with faith in you until our last moment 
and make us of those who will gaze at your beautiful countenance in paradise. Amen. The next attribute that we have that we are going over is one of my favorites. I know I say that about them all, but Al-Ghafar, the great forgiver, mashallah. The forgiver, the one who forgives the sins of his slaves time and time again. Allah is Al-Ghafar. He sees our sins and disobedience, yet he will still forgive and accept the repentance from all who turn to him. He shows never ending compassion and forgives any sin, small or big, of his worshipers. This occurs in the Quran, Allah al Ghafar, when Allah says, Ask forgiveness of your Lord. Indeed, he is a perpetual forgiver. And this is in Quran 71:10. That's Surah 71, that's the jinn. Lord of the heavens and the earth, and whatever is between them, the exalted in might, the perpetual forgiver. 3866, Al-Ghafar. If you want to use this attribute in dua, an example is that, oh Allah, Ya Allah, you are Al-Ghafar, the one who forgives. Oh Allah, forgive our sins, the first and the last, the hidden and the apparent. Ya Ghafar, Ya Allah, enable us to keep turning to you seeking forgiveness. Ya Allah, Conceal our shortcomings in this life and the day of judgment. Protect us from the effects of our sins and aid us to be forgiving to others. Allah actually uses this attribute in three ways, Al-Ghafar, Al-Ghafir, and Al-Ghafur. And in doing that, uh, one of the ways that he forgives us is he does hide our sins from the spirit world. Certain shameful deeds and acts we have done, he hides them from the spirit world and the angels because he is so forgiving and he is so merciful to us. He keeps our sins hidden from us um, and from others as well. Certain sins that we've done in this lifetime, he will forgive us and shield us from others from knowing them or if they have known about them, he can cause them to forget them and then he will not expose them until it is uh, time for us to face him, of course, on the day of judgment, if he has not already chosen to forgive them. So, of course, Al-Ghafar is that the normal one, the one who just forgives all. So we can dicker to Allah, Al-Ghafar, Al-Ghafur, or Al-Ghafir, inshallah. Al-Qahar, the all-prevailing one. Allah is Al-Qahar, meaning the one who prevails over all creation. The universe runs according to the laws laid down by Allah. He is dominant, the master of all, and is victorious over all opposition. In Quran, he states, the day they come forth, nothing concerning them will be concealed from Allah, to whom belongs all sovereignty on this day, to Allah, the one, the prevailing. Quran 46.10. Oh, my two companions of prison, are separate lords better or oh, Allah, the one, the prevailing? This is in Quran 1239. An example for du'as to make while using al-Qahar. Oh, Allah al-Qahar, we know that you overpower everything. Ya Allah, you are al-Qahar. Make us of those who bow to you in Islam and adorn us with apprehension of you. Ya Allah. Aid us to surrender our hearts and our actions to you, to make us ponder your power, abandon our sins and be kind to the weak. 
Amin. That's a good dua. Mash, mashallah. That is for Al-Kahar, the prevailing. Al-Wahab, the one who is abundantly generous in giving without ever needing to calculate. Allah is Al-Wahab, which means the great giver whose blessings are freely and perpetually given. He gives with no purpose and expects nothing in return. Allah is truly the most liberal giver. He gives to the deserving and undeserving, to the good and the evil. In Quran, he mentions, do they possess the treasures of your Lord, the most high, the great bestower? Lesson 38.9. A dua to make while using the attribute al-wahab. Oh Allah, al-wahab, we know you are the giver of all gifts. Ya Allah, al-wahab, make us of those who are grateful for your gifts and use them to please you. Ya Allah, adorn us with the gift of love for you. Ya Gafuru, make us ponder your gifts. Ya Wahab, make us ponder your gifts and inspire us to give gifts to others. And give us from your mercy that overwhelms us in this present world and the world to come. Verily, you are the best giver of gifts. Amen. Oh Allah, Al Wahab, the, the supreme bestower. MashaAllah, I like that definition. In conclusion, this is a important reminder, my dear sisters, please let us take every minute in our very busy, yes, our very busy day to make dua with any of these beautiful names of Allah. For example, asking Allah al-Wahhab for the gift of Hajj, to have a nice house, a job, children, money, a new car, whatever you want. He is also al-Qadir, the powerful, so he is limited in his abilities to give, but we remember our Wahhab is the supreme bestower. So in conclusion, Saratotaha, ayat 14, surely I am Allah, there is no God but I, therefore worship me and keep up prayer for my remembrance. Ya Allah, we know and believe that you are the one and only God and you have no partners. O oh Allah, guide us to firm belief in you and aid us in acting upon this belief by doing deeds that will lead us to your pleasure, your paradise. O oh Allah, make us of those who remember you often and make us turn to you at all times. Amen. So I thank you for your time, sisters. This has given us another opportunity to be reminded of the benefits of Al-Asma Wal-Husna we only ask that you take advantage of the opportunity to call on Allah by his many names and reap the benefits and the reward of that. That is also good dawah and good nasiha to remind others to ponder and dhikr Allah by his many names. I thank you for your time. Sisters, if you have any questions or anything you'd like to share, you may do so at this time. And if you do not, We will go ahead and pass the microphone on to our president, our sister, Nahila, who we thank for continuously taking the time to get our PowerPoints in order for our presentation. And we ask Allah to reward her as well as member, as, as, as also as members of our other Asha team. And then we thank our dear sister Zulfa Doherty for always being there for us to come forward with a beautiful Robin Aduaz. So at this time, sisters, I must move forward. But I thank you so much for your time. 
And uh, inshallah, you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I say, um, as Shakur, I thank Allah as Shakur, the one who is the giver of thanks. He, he, he places thankfulness in our hearts so that we can be thankful. We'll get to that attribute later. But I'm thankful to Allah as Shakur for allowing me to facilitate his 99 names, uh, to all my beautiful sisters. So I will leave you with the greetings of peace as I greeted you in the beginning. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My dear, dearest uh, beloved sister Zara, thank you so much for the wonderful presentation. We make dua as well the same and more to you for taking time out of your busy schedule right now, rushing to go take your mom somewhere very important, but still have fine the moment not to cancel that presentation, but still show up to present. We really reward you. We will really thank you and we only, only ask Allah, the Almighty that can reward you abundantly. I mean, thank you so much, Sister Zara. Jazakallah, okay. You know, yeah. So, and me, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, sisters, before we move on, Rabbanad, with our beloved sister Zulifa, we would like to hear from you any comment, any recommendation. And, you know, have you been using some of uh, the previous 99 names that we have learned? To make your dua because as sister Zara mentioned today it's all about supplication you know using this name using those name of allah to really supplicate to ask allah what is the most important at the moment for you that you need from him you know because as we know a lot of our scholars has mentioned that allah says is very closer to you more than your jubilant vein meaning that call on me you know and calling on allah you know oh ya Rab, oh Ra, ya Rab, help me help me calling on allah is the most important thing you can do for yourself sisters you know so and here we also have to learn some names that is a very very you know important especially like Araman, you know ya rahman the most merciful have mercy on me you know, utilize those names. You have the four, the most forgiver of all those who forgive. Forgive me. Okay, so what we're saying is that you utilizing those 99 of Allah, because Allah has more than that, but he revealed us that he has 99 that mentioned to us specifically. So it's of our duty to really utilize them, to call upon Allah and call upon Allah alone and only Allah to ask for everything we need, you know, the sustenance, forgiveness, the, 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 the job, like Sister Zaira mentioned earlier, the cause, the husband, the wife, the children, the, the diamond, <laughs> name it all, every single thing you need, you know, good job, uh, you know, um, uh, promotion at your job place, business, mulk, name them all, we can only use Allah and his beautiful name to supplicate to him and to him alone. Thank you, sister. That's my commentary. And if anybody have anything to add to this, the floor is well open at this point, sisters. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah, such an amazing presentation. Always when we speak of uh, the 99 names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we're talking about Allah himself. 
May Allah make it easy for each and every Muslim to incorporate praising him, thanking him, asking him for everything that we need that is part of this dunya and ahira by using his name on a daily basis for indeed we are talking about Allah himself. So once again, thanks to Sister Zahara for the presentation is amazing. May Allah make it easy like I'm saying. Because whatever he makes easy for you, wallah, alhamdulillah, <laughs> you move on in life, just progressing. That's my <laughs> input right there. Thank you so much, Sister Zulifa. We appreciate you. Other sisters, uh, Mama G, Mama G. <laughs> oh my God. I we miss so you, happy. Mama G. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back, welcome back from the Holy Land. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, mashallah. It was like a dream trip. It was a dream trip. It's like a, a miraculous trip. Um, I mean, I'm, my mind is, my soul is still there, but my, my body is here. Takbir. Um, yeah. Mama G, I know you make dua for us. I know for sure, you know. Yes, I actually was thinking about everything. I was not in this world, you can just say that. The place has a, uh, especially Medina, tranquility. You feel it in the air, you know. For me, it was like Medina's. Anyway, I don't want to take too much time of the group because you guys have to do too much thing and I know I talk too much. Once I start, you won't be able to stop me. <laughs> no, we love <laughs> listening to you, Mama G. We love listening to you. <laughs> it was a pleasure having you. Any sister who would like to share their um, thoughts in a, you know, any reflection on the 99 name of Allah? That was a very nice lecture. I like it the way she put it in. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to memorize all 99 by taking me too long to memorize them. Uh, one day I will be able to say all um, by heart in 99 names, inshallah. Inshallah, bismillah. Just start with a two a day. Just two a day. Uh, and then and what then I do is that, yeah, and uh, after Magari prayer, I do once a day and then isha after isha before i go to bed i do one so that's what i'm trying to do so it's gonna be like a small strategy but yes very effective you know to not overwhelm yourself once it's just fine thank you so much thank you so much for sharing that with us we appreciate you well any other sister would like to share something uh, any reflection about 99 name of allah or any uh, experience they have supplicating to allah I have a question. Yes, you are, sister. So my question is, I have a, um, since I've converted, my cousins and family members are not converted, but my cousin asks to pray with me because he feels lost. He asks if he can pray with me, but he's a male. How do you go about that when a man is supposed to lead in prayer? Yes. Say it again. Who's this? Can you please say your name first, sister? I don't have my... Sister Takia? Yes. Oh, how are you, Princess? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> yes. Uh, what is the question again? You come a little bit broken. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. 
I'm really sorry to interrupt you guys. The Maghrib is really close for me. If you don't mind, can I just do the presentation and then the question come afterward? Yes, no problem. We can do this that. This is the key. Uh, I'm, I didn't mean to like just push you to the side. It's because Maghrib is really close to me. Yes, like we got you. Minutes. Thank you. Not a problem. It's, <laughs> it's Asal prayer, matter of fact. It's Asal prayer coming up soon. Now Maghrib. You got, in oh, New York. zone. Okay, I got you in New York. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Much. Yeah, we hold on that. This is the key. Go ahead, Sister uh, Zulifa with uh, uh, Adwa, and then Inshallah, Bismillah, we answer the questions. Oh, Inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Wa shukur Hamdan kasiran taiban mubarak fi. Wa salat wa salamu ala Rasulullah. Mashallah, tabarakallah for the presentation that Sister Zara Bless us with, by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I pray may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward her abundantly for each word and for her efforts. And may he subhanahu wa ta'ala make it a blessed and a beneficial knowledge for us as well and others who will later on listen to this presentation. Alhamdulillah wa shukur lillah. Alhamdulillah. Hamdan kasiran tayban mubarak Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all his blessing and for always having the door of dua open for us at all time. Alhamdulillah, ya Rabbi. Alhamdulillah. So inshallah, today's Rabbana dua review includes Surah Al-5, verse 114, Surah Al-7, verse 23, Surah Al-7, verse 47. Bismillahi rahman rahim for Surah Al-Five, Ayah 114, we have Rabbana anzil alayna ma'iratam minas sama'i takunu lana iddallil awalina wa ahirina wa ayatam minka warzukna wa anta khayru razikin. Meaning, O oh Allah, our Lord, send down to us a table spread with food from the heaven to be for us a festival for the first of us and the last of us and a sign from you and provide for us and you are the best of providers. This, my dear sisters, is a dua for provision. When you're asking for provision, this is a dua you need to be making. Provision, basically, when we think about it, basically encompasses food, money, basically everything you can think of that you need to survive in life is included in there. All good provision comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We always, always turn to him alone and ask him to provide for us. This Rabbana dua is a dua that Nabi Isa, also known as Jesus, alayhi salatu wasalam, recited asking for sufficient food for him and his followers. Now listen to the reply of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replies that, I am going to send it down to you, but whoever from you disbelieve after that, I shall give him a punishment. I shall not give to anyone in the world. Subhanallah. The reply is very scary when you, you know, ponder over it. So my prayer is that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to be true believers of his at all time, regardless of our situation. Because this tells us that 
if you're a believer of Allah, you ask him something, he blesses you with, and then later on you disbelieve, the punishment could be very severe, subhanAllah. The next Rabbana Dua is Surah Al-7, verse 23. Ba'da'uzu billahi minash shaitan rajim Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Rabbana Zalamna Anfusina Wa illam tagifir lana watarhamna lanakunan minal khasirin. Our Lord, we have wronged ourselves, and if you do not forgive us and have mercy upon us, we will surely be among the losers. To harbor guilt is a beautiful sign of our belief and dedication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask for his forgiveness and avoid repeating the same mistakes. This is a dua that Nabi Adam alayhi salatu wasalam recited after sinning in paradise. My prayer regarding this dua is that may Allah make us of those who always follow his footsteps and never lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. The next one is in Surah 7, verse 47. Ba'da'uz billahi minu shaytanu rajim bismillahi rahmani rahim. Rabbana la tajalna ma'al qawmi zalimin. Meaning our Lord, do not place us with the wrongdoing people. It is important to acknowledge a fact which is that we are undeniably the sum total of the people we associate with. Consciously, we may know that the fate of the wrongdoers will not be a pleasant one. However, in our day-to-day -day life, you may be blind to this reality. Why? Because the wrongdoing is usually, it usually happens little by little to the point that you may lose sight of it, subhanAllah. And only when the end is showing to you do you realize the mistake in your judgment? Unfortunately, by then it's too late. This dua asks Allah to protect us from being a victim of that fate. I pray may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from being of those who are wrongdoers to begin with. May he always forgive us and may he always have mercy on us and guide us upon Sirat al-Mustaqim. I have a bonus dua for you guys. The bonus dua that I have is part of Salah. Maybe most of you guys already have knowledge of it. I don't know. If you have a knowledge of it, it's the reminder. If you don't, then it's a plus for you to add your Salah, inshallah. Okay, here it goes. Bismillah rahman rahim Allahumma a'inni ala zikrika wa shukrika meaning what? Meaning, oh Allah, help me to remember you. Thank you and worship you in the best way that I am capable of worshiping you. Where did this dua come from? I'm going to give you a little story regarding this dua. Mu'az ibn Jabal radiallahu anhu related the following. One day, the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took me by the hand and say, Oh Muaz, by Allah, I love you. To which I answered, I will sacrifice my father and mother for you. 
O messenger of Allah, I also by Allah love you. He said, I recommend you to never fail to say at the end of each prayer before the salam, O Allah, help me to remember you, thank you, and worship you in the best way that I am capable of worshiping you. Why am I sending, am I sharing this dua for, with you guys? Is that no matter what you do in life, either be it good deeds, salah, trying your best to please Allah, worship Allah, you need the help of your Lord. You need the help of your Lord. Look, look, let's analyze a little bit the dua. I say, oh, Allah, help me to remember you. So even to remember Allah, you need him to help you remember him. Oh, Allah, help me to thank you. Even to thank him, to be shukran, to show shukr to your Rabb. You need him to help you. To worship Allah, you need him. To help you worship him. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. So that was my little bonus there. Inshallah, next time, I'm coming back with something else too. May, I hope this is beneficial to those who already have knowledge of this dua. And I'm praying it is also beneficial to those who don't have knowledge of it. Inshallah, I will share it. And I pray to Allah to help us all memorize this and add it to our salah. So before salah, you remember to make this dua that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam share with Muaz out of love. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Sister Zulifa, Jazakallah. Allah reward you abundantly for taking the time out of your busy schedule and presenting with us and continue presenting on Rabbanadwa. Ameen. May Allah also grant us tawfiq and ability also to really implement them in our salat and implement them in our daily activities. You know, sometimes we're cooking, we're driving, you know, we do laundry. We should remember Allah and do the zikr and the shukr. Allahumma ameen. Time. Hayakallah wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Love you, Filla. Jazakallah khairan. You're welcome. MashaAllah, may Allah reward you. I must say, Nahila, and I hope everybody's listening. Um, people like you, we need more in our community. Mama G, please send your question. I'll respond to it, inshallah. Text it to me through the WhatsApp group. I'll respond, inshallah. Inshallah. <laughs> All right. No, I was just going to say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, for having a sis sister Nahila type of person in our, uh, well, my community in Texas. But it's always so sweet that she is always there to help and say some nice thing and makes me think whole week about it and encourage me that there are lots of nice people out there. Oh, Mama Ji. Mashallah, mashallah, mashallah. Mashallah, tabarakallah. May Allah reward you with the same pleasure. Is here and we ask Allah to reunite all of us in the Jannah to Firdaus and remind each one on a good deed and then you know mama j you are so kind of supportive you know sister that i also have i love you for the sake of allah yeah may allah make one all day, of us one day i'll be coming to atlanta and I meet everybody okay Get yes yes inshallah <laughs> no. um, may i please ask a question it, yes yes it, we want to take sister takia uh takia first 
and then okay. Sister Monica will be second, inshallah. Yeah, Sister Sister uh, Sister Takia, go ahead first, inshallah. Oh, um, my question is just as a Muslim woman, if my family, when I go around them, they're not Muslim. My cousin was considering, you know, praying with me as what he asked, is it okay if I pray with you? Because I know in his heart that he's lost and he's trying to find that true relationship with God, Allah. And I was just, he was asking if he could pray with me. And I didn't know if that is something that could happen or does my husband have to meet us in prayer? And then he follows, like my husband needs to be there with me or could I pray with him? Yes, absolutely. You can pray with him. Your your brother is the people of the book. The the Jewish and the Christians are people of the book. They are our cousins. So yes, they, we can pray with them. The only difference is that uh, they believe in Jesus. Peace be upon him as a you know son of God or, or God himself. That's the only variation. And the Jewish take Hosea uh, as a middleman to Allah. For Muslim. We just go straight to Allah directly. So that's, yeah, they are people of the book. And now when he pray with you, you absolutely, you and remember you are the female and you can only pray behind the man. So he pray with you, he have to not pray in front of you because again, he did have not taken his shahada. Right? Yeah, so um, if he pray with you, that means he's contemplating. So you let him pray behind you on the side. He can be in front of you because again, he has not. But Allah knows best, and I will get back to you. We will talk with the Imam and get back to you. And also, if you don't mind, let him call also so we see what is what he thinking. Because again, um, following you to play with you already indicate that is contemplating in a contemplation stage of a behavior change, which is a very good thing. Very, very good thing. I would love to invite him. I'll close them all with you. I would love to even have him with me as well. Yeah, you can even schedule the day and come here with him as well. And, you know, and progressively he will see how everything goes in and ask questions as much as he needed. And we can guide him. You can guide him with clarity. Yeah. So he can take inshallah, inshallah. There's nothing wrong with that. But I will still also get back to you. Uh, with imams, uh, peer reviews, information, um, answers that can mm -hmm. be more, more accurate, inshallah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Akia. Uh, Sister Monica, how are you, beautiful? <laughs> I'm, I'm well, thank you. Yeah, yes. I have, a, as you know, I'm very new. <laughs> yes, 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 you're doing good. <laughs> I have a question about having a dog. I, I didn't know that there are as a debate about if they're, if that's allowed to have a, a pet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a technical question. Absolutely. I would just say that, no, you can have all other pets such as a cat and bird, but a dog as a pet is not allowed in Islam because when the dog nose touches you, you can, your prayer is not valid for 40 days. Wow, subhanAllah, imagine one day Allah didn't accept your prayers. So dog is not allowed in the house as a pet, but dog is allowed to take care of your house, you know, like a farm or somewhere uh, to protect you outside of your house. So remember here, we do say we have a house. Sometimes we just have a, our living room, bedroom, and then uh, if you have a backyard, then it's our house. It just limit there. But 
backyard is the fences and the the dog is there with you you come and close up contact it's not a good thing it's not a pet for a muslim it's kind of hard it's very touching but unfortunately it's not yeah you know and also, uh, for muslim sometimes service dog is not even acceptable service dog is not acceptable and then i'm um, psychologist we use a lot of service dog for you know for patients when they need um you know even sometime with a uh, disability they will yeah. probably need a, a service dog but it's not acceptable in islam unfortunately oh. yeah oh i know you were saying as long as it's not in the house like if it's a chihuahua so there's like an attached garage is that acceptable uh if it doesn't come closer to you if you don't have a contact with him if he's there to protect your property not you allah is the protector you know so um yeah, if you worry that you your your property is there and then somebody, uh, you know, it's outside stuff. It's not something that you can come in your house. It's kind of tough. I have a my friend Caucasian is also converted to Islam and it's, she said that it's very tough. She asked her. She said, oh, already hijab is not a problem for me. The healer. I even when you call, you don't even cover your face. A good Muslim woman cover their face. I say, well, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> nikah is not conclusive, uh, you know. But alhamdulillah, but she, your, she said that her challenge was her dog. So Allah, Allah chose me so fast. It it was like two or three weeks after I had gotten the dog. I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to be Muslim, and then no, I no. I'm researching and find this out. I, I didn't know. No, if you didn't know, I, I just had him in the garage today oh. and he burst through the door. Oh, after hours, I was taking a nap and I don't know how it got in. And he's a chihuahua. <laughs> so, do I say that's for protection if I keep him in the garage, or would you suggest I get rid of him? Yeah, it will be tough then, but yes, getting away with it will be the best solution for you because again, the dog in the house does not bring angels, a good angels in your house. That himself is something, you know, it's, it's, it's a blocker of a lot of things. And I will also let you talk to Imam in private so he can have more clarity on that. But it's something that you cannot have. Definitely, it's not a pet for a Muslim, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's kind of tough, but uh, sometimes we just don't. Um, when it comes to Islam, it's something that is, is, is sometimes even doesn't make sense. They don't, but because of a command of Allah, you know, we obey. Just like Ibrahim alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu ta'ala tell him, Abraham, peace be upon him. He said, Bring your son, the only son that I gave you over 87 years old, old man and old woman, and then slaughtered him. Allah bring tell him he didn't say nothing. He questioned. He didn't question. He bring his son. And when he started to slaughter him, you know, cut his throat and Allah sent down the, 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 the ram, the, the lamb to replace him, animal from the heaven to replace him. So yeah, he showed that his obedience to Allah. When it comes to Muslim, they say Allah say don't do it, just don't do it. It's I thought like about pastor. that same thing yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I immediately took him in my car to take him to the shelter. And 
I, I couldn't do it. And they said, a lady gave me the number to call her and she said she could rehog him. But I love Allah more than I love him. I just don't understand why. That is sufficient, mashallah. Yes, that statement is powerful. Love Allah more than his creation. Allah created the dog, the plant, the trees, and everything. That is creation. So we give a ultimate love to Allah to be successful in this dunya, this life, and the life after. I know it's a challenging, and that's a test from you, from Allah. So get away with it. It will be that's more beneficial. Any sister would like to add to that? And I'll give another analogy. Yeah. We come yeah. to know that uh, um, fasting, right? When they ask somebody, why are you fasting? You will say, oh, to lose weight. It's very important to feel like a day without food, to sympathize or empathize with those people who don't have a food. Oh, I fast so that I can value food. Oh, I fast because it's good. It make me look good and I lose some fat. All those things are the answer for Muslim. Why did you fast? Because Allah says so. That's it. There is no such a, we come to know the benefit of fasting. But for Muslim, it's not because the benefits that you fasting. We come to know with the society value, scientific value, a learning behavior, research, to know that fasting is good for your health. But it's not the reason why you fasting. You fasting because you obey your law, the one who created you, whether it makes sense or not. So that's the, the metaphor. That's a high level of just believing on Allah when it comes to Muslim. You fast, yes, because it's a Ramadan. Why? Because Allah said that month we should fast. Simple. You wear hijab, yes. Why? Because Allah said to wear hijab. And how did you know all that? In the Quran, hijab. The verse 33, ayah, I mean, the the, the, sur, uh, the chapter 33, verse 59, Suratul Hazab, uh, 33, ayah 59. Okay. What about fasting? Yes, Suratul Baqarah, ayah 183. So you just send them back where you get the information from. Yes, because it says so in my book, the revelation. So that's how, when it comes to Islam, that's how we're supposed to do we don't see Allah, but we believe that He exists, and we 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 obey Him and we accept everything that He told us to do, and we try to stay away from what He tell us not to do. Yeah, yeah. All right. Any other sisters? Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah, who's this? Is this Sister How are you, yes. beautiful? Alhamdulillah. How's the baby? Oh, she's doing fine, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. We miss you, we miss you. Welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. Go ahead. Yes, I just wanted to add something to Sister uh, Monica, what she said no. about the dog. Yes. Like you said, um, we will be tested, right? Yes. As a Muslim, we're always going to be tested with... Um, uh, with what we like or we love but the thing is that whatever you love but if he gets against the deen and you leave it for the sake of Allah he will replace it with something much 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 better that you can even imagine like, let's say this dog is cute the chihuahuas they're cute 
if you let that dog go for the sake of Allah, like she already said, she loved Allah more. So the yes. love of Allah, because of the love of Allah, and she let that dog go, subhanAllah. She will be much rewarded in this dunya in the akhirah. Like, she won't regret it. That's all I had to say. Yes. And, you know, this Absolutely. is a test for her. Has a new Muslim. <laughs> this you. is a test. And we're going to be tested always. But always say, like you said now, keep that. I want you to always say that. Like, I want, like, your love for Allah to be strong all the time. Stronger and stronger. And whenever you have a dilemma, choose him. Even if you don't know why, like Sister Nahila said, choose him. And then you will see what happened. There is always light at the end of the tunnel. So yes, don't don't worry. You, you should go. Let go the dog, and then Thank Allah you. will replace it with something much better than you can imagine in this dunya and akhirah. Inshallah, may Allah make it easy for you, my sister. Thank you. Um, this is my personal jihad. <laughs> yes. yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you so much, sister Nafisa. Thank you very much for that input. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Sister um, Monica, for the question as well. Yeah. And I'll make it easy for all of us. And I'll make it easy. It's a test. We're living in a test. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did there any other questions? Anybody have any um, other questions? We're going to wrap it up as uh, Asar Prayer is coming in here. So we would like to say we thank all of you, all of you, taking time out of your busy schedule coming to our sisters gathering and uh may this uh, be our mean to entry to jannah to fill those may allah forgive us and also give us a topic to implement everything that we learn and we need us all again in jannah to fill those i mean until then we will say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalamu rahmatullahi wa barakatuh